Okay, so like I'm starting this off today. Um, good morning, new tonight. You know, I have to say that because it's the Building Gray Sales Teams podcast. But we look, Doug. Doug has been needing to um, talk his talk for a minute, right? <coughs> like, like I'm so I'm so tired of people come out in these sales streets questioning my man Doug. We got 13 years of experience in this game. What are you doing, man? What you doing? So we're gonna hit up this uh this intro right quick, and then we gonna we gonna let Doug talk his talk. That's that is the whole point of this episode right now is for Doug to talk his talk. Sit back, enjoy. Let's get to it. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. All right, so like I said, uh, I was just made aware. Like, we needed a solo episode, right? But, like, Doug told me what he was going to talk about. And, and here's the deal with that. Like, so as y'all know, like I'm a rapper by trade, right? Like I rap, I, I really do be rapping. Like I do that rap stuff. And he said, yo, I got something to say. I was like, what's going on, Doug? You know, keeping it professional. We're in an office setting. And Doug was like, someone said this thing in one of my, one of my groups that was questioning whether or not you actually need a sales program. I was like, hold on, wait a second. And Doug was like, I got something to say. I was like, bro, we doing a dis we doing a dis podcast? Like, that's what we doing? We about to hit him up. We about to bring that ether. So, like, this is what we doing. We're gonna let Doug talk his talk. So, first off, uh, you know my man Doug. Let's get to it. <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that. First of all, you can't argue with me if you don't got a hype man. You know what I'm saying? I got a hype man, and he's the best hype man there is right now. <laughs> that was beautiful. Okay, so this this type of stuff, these debates happen all the time, right? So you post something, you post a quote, whatever the case is, and somebody comes in, somebody comes in and tries to, like, tear it apart, right? And any, any statement you can make in life, you know, I used to be in debate in high school. I understand the concepts of debate. You can find a chink in everything's armor, right? There's always something you can say, you know, work hard, don't look at nobody, grind, right? But at the same time, take care of your family. But at the same time, like, you need to focus on your business. Inspect what you expect. I could do this all day long. All these um, contrary beliefs that we throw out there every day on social media. I'm guilty of it, too, because I'm in this moment somebody else isn't and they believe the opposite you know what i'm saying so i'm in that stage in my career where you know i'm prioritizing my wife and my kids and and my family over anything business money aside and i know a lot of people that doesn't make any sense functionally but it's working for me right now right and so what i said was and and what started all this was you don't need a better sales program i'm sorry you don't need better salespeople. You need a better sales program. That's what sparked all this. I posted this 
on my Facebook timeline. I posted this in my building grade sales teams group. I posted this, I believe in, 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 in a few other places, right? And the way my social media works, it works through different groups and stuff like that. So this got posted in the sales talks with sales pros group. And if I could, I would go live there and that would be all kinds of fun. But if you don't, if you're not an admin in the group, you can't go live, unfortunately. So, so, so I'm going live out. here. They missing out. So but hey, we're here. Let's go. Let's understand, understand the sales talks with sales pro group. You know, this was started by Ryan Stuman, and it's a great lead generator for his mastermind Apex, which I'm part of. Love Ryan to death, taught me things that have catapulted my business, right? But in his group are a bunch of salespeople. And if, you know, I've been managing, hiring, recruiting, training salespeople for 13, 14 years now. And so I know how they think, you know what I'm saying? And look, there's a whole range before you get butt hurt or get your feelings hurt. There's a whole range of salespeople in this, right? And, and some entrepreneurs call themselves salespeople also. They identify as salespeople, right? And everybody thinks that they're the best salesperson. But it's all individualistic. You know, it's all about me, 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 right? And so when I posted this thing in there, you know, we got like 88 likes, 36 comments. You know, a few of the guys were saying, man, this was a hot topic. And so, again, the quote is, you don't need better salespeople. You need a better sales program. Okay? So the reason I'm saying this is because the environment that we're in now on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, everything that you're seeing is about the individual salesperson. Oh, I'm a great closer, so follow me, which I love that stuff. You know, Bradley, Andy Elliott, Ryan Stuman, all have amazing content, right? But the problem is somewhere along the way, the entrepreneurs get it in their head that they need that level type guy, which obviously does not exist to work for you. They're working for themselves, but they, they believe they need that level of a closer in their business, right? And so what happens is it, it becomes all about recruiting and it becomes all about, hey, how do I find the best person so the best person can sell their ass off and build my business for me? Now, I want to make that point real quick and I want to say it again. How can I find the best person so the best person can come into my business, sell my product and make themselves and me a bunch of money? You know what, Doug? I think that's a great question. And I feel like I feel like you have the answer for that. It's like it's this crazy concept that we seem to in this particular group don't seem to understand or I won't say the group. The group understands It's just a, a, a few individuals seem to question your your thought process on this. Right. They they question it. But give us that answer. What do you need in order for that to be effective? A sales program. <laughs> so, but here's what they think. They think I'm just going to go out and hire these talented salespeople that have been in the game or are very good at what they do. I'm going to bring them into my business and they're going to make a bunch of money and they're going to be happy. Doing all the work themselves, holding up the sales end of the business themselves. Even if you're selling too and you bring in this person, like if you don't set them up with the proper compensation, proper opportunity, development, operations, and culture, Kodak. Crazy. They are going to come in, sell their butt, you know, sell their asses off, do really well, make a hundred grand, and they're going to leave. And guess what they're going to leave for? A better sales program. 
better sales program. Crazy. How that Because they don't want to be a salesperson the rest of their life. And that's why you don't need better salespeople. You need a better sales program. Now, understand that there is a order of operations here, right? Outline your sales program. Work on it. Develop it. Bring in some entry-level salespeople to test it out. And then bring in a higher-level salesperson, maybe a medium salesperson, right? And, and, and see what they do with it. Let them break it. Let them break the sales program and then fix it. Go back in, invest time, work on the business, not in the business, and develop the sales program. And then you get to start recruiting the higher level people. And if you've read the book, The Example by Ryan Stuman, you don't even have to go out to the marketplace to recruit that. You will just attract it by being involved in your community, in your marketplace, in your business. People will see you doing really well because you have a sales program that anybody can step into and do well. So a great sales program will make your better salesperson even better in the program because you will develop them along the way. You won't just teach them how to sell the product. You'll teach them how to teach others and then you'll teach them how to train others and then you'll teach them how to lead others. That's what a great sales program does and it's intentional throughout the whole process. Talk so your will, talk, Doug. Talk I will talk. say again, you don't need better salespeople. You need a better sales program. Because when those better salespeople come along, if you don't have that better sales program, they're going to go right back out your door. All right. That being said, why am I so fired up? Why am I so hype about this? Bring it in. What's up? What they got to say? And mm. so I posted this in the Sales Talks with Sales Pro group, right? Okay. You know, and I, and I got some good reactions, right? Even Bryce said this was a hot topic. You know, a lot of people agreeing. You got to move. Hold on, one. Feedback. A hundred percent disagree. No explanation. <laughs> These are my favorite. Like you have an opinion, but you can't back your opinion up. And then I, I went into her page, and she's a realtor. <laughs> so, so a realtor. I'm not gonna touch it. Telling me I'm wrong. Like, I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going right. to touch that one. Now, right, uh, Andrew, you know, which is Drewby, as you all know, like actually like he's, he's not sold. Explain, expand on that. So I told him the same way you map out your customer experience. Think about how much time we spend making sure our customers are happy. Think about that. Why would we not spend the same amount or more time making sure our own people are happy? Why would we not? Right. And so the same way you map out your customer experience, you map out your sales rep experience, compensation, opportunity, development, operations, culture, all intentional and all documented. Kodak, what's up? Richard, my man. Yes, I've just realized that. Almost quit my job because of this. So that's probably a salesperson that didn't have a good sales program to operate in, right? All right, Tristan, <laughs> this was left field. You know what I'm saying? So Tristan Bradshaw, this is bullshit. Very eloquent rebuttal. Uh, you can't make people feel comfortable with a process. Okay? Only a good salesperson can make anyone feel comfortable. Okay, so I think what he meant to say was, because you got to get specific on this stuff. You can't make clients feel comfortable with a, a process. Only a good salesperson can make anyone feel comfortable. So you're... The first thing you're mistaken on is what is a sales program? A sales program is not taking the salesperson out and running the client through a program. 
Right. We're not talking about no woo-woo stuff right now. The We're terminology. About- yeah, the terminology is the issue here. He thinks that this means taking the salesperson out. I would never take that. That that's my whole business is providing a roadmap for salespeople to operate in. That's my whole business. So why would I take the salesperson out? If if it, it doesn't work, if the salesperson's not in there, AI, you know, automations, CRMs aside, you know, depending on your product, if you have a high ticket product, you need a you need a salesperson, right? And so, okay, so I responded. The sentiment is to do more for your salespeople by giving them the program comp tools and development to grow it. So this is where he realizes, oh, I misunderstood what he was saying, but I'm going to dig my heels in. I'm going to dig my heels in on this. You can't ask fish to climb trees. No shit. (laughs) This is how he responds. No matter how many resources you give them, monkeys climb trees. Okay. Let's just, let's just rebuke what you're saying by saying very obvious stuff that everybody knows. Fish catch the fruit that they drop. I didn't know Every- fish catch fruit. Yeah. Do, do, they, do they catch fruit? Do First, fish- these were really good metaphors. Now they're falling apart here. Everyone okay. has their place Just in the business, 100%. But you don't send the computer team to host an event. I agree. Tristan, you're making a whole lot of sense, except for the fish and fruit part, right? The problem is the inability to build teams. Why do we have an inability to build teams in businesses? That's a great question, Doug. Can I can I take this one? Yeah, take it. I think it might be because you don't have a good sales program, right? Like if ten you have ten. a good sales pr- program, you, ten you, ten. Can, you can build the team. Crazy. Mm. Process, feed few, and starve most. Okay. So when you start a business, you don't develop a process. Okay. Let me make sure of that. Or when you start a sales team, you don't develop a process for them to work in. Okay, I hope I understand that correctly. I watched this process you speak of at a fintech finance company. Overall business performance was below 80% of projections because 90% of people didn't produce. So what he is talking about, which again, this makes sense. If you don't have a good sales program, if your sales program allows average, if it allows mediocrity, then yes, this is going to happen. But the problem with these Facebook debates is there's so many variables at play here. You know what I'm saying? And he's leaving that one out. That obviously that sales program allowed underperformers to stay on. So in every sales program that I have, I put in a probation period. You know what I'm saying? And this is for my entry level to medium level sales programs. This isn't for, you know, your high ticket closer, your um, B2B 100K million dollar software sales programs. You know what I'm saying? You don't hire people that need to be put on probation in those programs, right? But your door to door, your commission only, your telemarketing, your uh, social media sales, 100%. You want to hold them to a standard. That's where the sales program goes in. It In the beginning, it says, this is the standard. Okay. If you fall below that standard, we're not going to kick you out. We're going to put you on a performance. Uh, we're Put you on a performance program that's going to get you back up to that standard. We're going to help you. We're going to get in the trenches with you. And guess what the standard is? The standard is controllable actions. It's not uncontrollable actions. It's not closes. It's not sales. It's controllable actions. If you come into my business and you're busting your ass through controllable actions, you just suck. Then I'm going to keep you on. I'm going to develop you because what you have is work ethic. What you have is values. 
right? And if you can, if you will work like you do in the job, learning the business and learning how to close properly, you're going to be a huge asset in the future because you're going to be a great story too that anybody can come in and learn this business, even the ones that were worst at it in the beginning, right? So I, I don't want to spend too much time on that. And I was just done there. Yeah, that went off the deep end, my man. <laughs> like I just, how could I explain all of that without like doing a video or whatever? Yeah, and this is it was why just going to go back and forth. This is why we're here right now is to explain that to you, sir. I don't know you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say nothing, but like, I mean, it, it, it's clearly stated you're, you're saying that there shouldn't be a better sales program from what I, from, if you, if you paid attention to any of our episodes on here, we break that down. Like you, 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 you let the program be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like if they're not following the controllable actions, they're not doing what they need to do to be successful, yeah. then you get them out of there. That's why you, you know, that program that you were talking about had, had so many people not doing what they're supposed to do. It's not because they were bad salespeople. Because yeah. they might have been really good at salespeople, but they're not doing what they need to do according to the program to be successful. Yeah, and it probably wasn't a good program. You know what I mean? So if it was, then you wouldn't be in that shape. You would maybe not have a lot of salespeople left because you had to cut them loose because they were underperforming. But all right, so let's see what everybody else said. You need a better culture and therefore a better leader from Javier. Appreciate that. That's very true. You need a better culture, therefore a better leader. Part of a sales program, which is what I said, a good sales program is culture. And so is leadership training. And so I guess the, the problem with a lot of these comments and, and, and the, you know, the sediment is correct, but it's also like, it feels like it's coming from the mindset of you are who you are and you can't be developed, you know, which makes no sense to me. That's, that's what I've been doing the past 13 years. Right. And it's so developing people, yeah. People don't quit companies, they quit leadership is another one. And so there, this, this is a, a popular quote. And I actually researched it when I, when I saw this because I was like, man, is, is that really true? Like there's so much separation oftentimes between the salesperson and the leadership. You know, and, and leadership trickles down and everything, but we've all had really good bosses in middle management. We've all had really good bosses directly above us. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if we're fair, you know? And so what, what they found out, Harvard did a study on this quote, people don't quit companies, they quit leadership. What they found out is they don't quit leadership, they quit their direct managers. So people don't quit companies, they quit their, quit their direct managers. And that's oftentimes the catalyst for why they quit. So, which in general, that's what leadership is, right? And so Taylor, 100% on point on this one. And I, and I, I said leadership training is a part of good, a good sales program too. Tony Ortega, like Hormozzi said, you ever had a salesman take off crushing it when they start, but then they fade out. It's because they learned more about the company or product. The belief is gone. Product ain't as good as you think. So this is why if a client doesn't believe they have the best product out there, then I'm not working with them because in order to execute the way that we execute in our sales program and in the training that I provide, you have to believe in your product. You have to have conviction in your product or else it's going to be very hard to execute. It just is. Their reward, your gain, it's simple. Yeah, I mean, 
yes, you want a good sales, but you want to invest in your sales program. You want to invest in people. They get that reward from that investment and you get the gain. But I believe they get the gain too. You know, every business that I've had, I've, I've put at least 60% of the commission, no, more than that, 70% of the commission towards the salesperson, their trainer, and their manager, right? So only 30% to 40% went to the actual sales org, which I managed sales teams. I didn't manage companies or products. You know what I'm saying? I managed sales teams. All right. How do you do that? Great question, Dave. The same way, and I answered the same way I did with Drewby. The same way you map out your customer experience, you map out your sales rep experience. Compensation, opportunity, development, operations, and culture, all intentional, all document. And, and that's, the, that's the short answer, right? I've got the long answer, and it's in all these podcast episodes. Over it's 200. Over 200. Yeah, you. <laughs> it's in all these podcast episodes, right? But the first two. The first two, if you want to play by play, you listen to the first two and then search uh, playbook in our episodes and you'll get a bunch of playbooks within there that help you execute the first two episodes. All right, Marion just smiled. These are always tough. I don't know if they're smiling passively, aggressively, or if they're smiling like, hey, it's true. I don't know. Dennis said it's on target. Tom said, coming from a salesperson, you probably just need a better product or service to sell. Okay. Some of us sell boring products. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. They may be the best, but some of us sell boring products, you know? So that's not the only deal here. All right. You can lead a, you can lead that horse to water, but so I love Zach's comment here because it is, you know, it's in contention with what I'm saying, but he's not wrong, you know? So you can lead a, that horse to water, but and you can't force it to drink. But that's in the hiring process. You want to filter those people out. Again, part of the sales program needs to be recruiting and onboarding. And in that recruiting and onboarding process, there needs to be hoops in place. If you don't have an entry-level position, you have a position that is somewhat coveted, right? Then, then there needs to be hoops in place in your recruiting and training process so you do hire the right people. And even then you get it wrong. And then like every freaking business guru you ever talk to, fire fast. When you do get it wrong, fire fast, get them out of your program so that it doesn't become an issue. So I said, got to be the right horse, but that is secondary and also part of the sales program, like I just explained to you guys. And uh, Zach said, example, hiring a blind person to be on a basketball team. All right, we're getting into what Tristan did now. <laughs> Super tied up person sell luxury items actually all the people that I know that buy luxury items are super tatted up. So I, I was just going to say that. that. I was just you're wrong on that, that one. It's like there's this shift in what it looks like to be a, yeah. a business owner and a business person and someone More who has successful. a lot of money. Successful. Like it's, it, yeah. there's this huge shift. Like, okay, so like since the, the theme of this episode is diss tracks, just look at rappers, bro. Yeah. Like you look at Gucci Mane. He got a, a tattoo of an ice cream cone on his face. Dude is – stop. <laughs> just stop. He might he might actually buy from the one who's super yeah. tatted up versus yeah. the one who has the clean cut. We were just talking about this breaking stereotypes. Yeah. Like, yeah, that that's a I don't even I can't even vibe. All right. Hire the right people with the right talents, looks and common sense first. That's all I'm trying to say. I mean, that's fair. But if you hire the right people with the right talents and they come in and you've got like a script for them and a general avatar of the people they should be selling. They're not going to be very successful because they don't want to recreate the wheel for you. 
you've got to create the wheel or you've got to use somebody else's wheel, right? And that's the sales program piece. So again, sales program first, then hire. What I always tell people is when you hire your first salesperson, you want to give them the tools, give them the training, and then give them the compensation, right? If you can cover those three things before you hire your first person, you're in good shape. A lot of you give them the tools and the compensation, but you forget the training, you know? So that's a big part of it. Michael said, yep. Mandy said, feed, feed this in my soul or fill this in my soul. Michael said, what are you selling? Uh, nothing from the post, but I am a business consultant, right? So I guess the post leads to maybe uh, a consulting sale, right? Uh, Chris said, I can agree with this, but I also believe some people are just not cut out for it mentally and emotionally. So 100% agree with you. But if you want the highest success rate, you've got to have a quality sales program in place. So understand that I used to build door-to-door -door sales teams. Do you know how many people aren't cut out for door-to-door -door sales? Do you know how many people we hired and were successful in door-to-door -door sales? So that's kind of my point there. And they were successful because we had a great sales program in place. And they were supported and, and they had a, a, a map to execute the play. And so I told Chris, um, it's the cart before the horse. You can hire the best salespeople, but if you have not defined the program in which they operate, they will churn and fall short of their capability. Kia said, I wholeheartedly agree. And Chris said, I can't argue with that. I got a rational one here, guys. <laughs> and that's the crazy part about these things, you know? And when we talk about, when we talk about the Facebook debates and stuff like that, you know, it's rare that someone says, yeah, that makes sense. Actually, your counter argument actually makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? But I tell you what, before, and I don't argue on Facebook anymore. I started to, and I caught myself. That's what happens now. You get one comment out of me, and then if you're just responding with some stupid stuff, you're going to, I'm, I'm out. Because the, there's no point. At some point, there's no point. But this, this is fun. <laughs> but anyways, um, most people don't change their mind. And it's not because they don't believe you're right or you didn't enlighten them. It's because we're human. We all have our own egos and we don't want to, we don't want to be wrong. And the only way you can really be wrong is admit you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? And so, or, again, or just be clearly wrong. I don't, I don't agree. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can be clearly wrong. Like, cause fish do fruit, fish eat fruit. <laughs> do they eat fruit? I, I would imagine if there was some fruit floating on top of the water, they would eat it. I got to check I, it out. I'm going to look it up right now. I mean, is it good for their – they might eat it, but is it good for their digestive system is the real question here. That's what we're going to learn from this episode. Right. Like, <laughs> should we call PETA on that one? I don't know. I don't know. Man, um, and this, this happens all the time. Again, going back to the, the intro of the podcast, which was you don't need better salespeople. You need a better sales program. Like statements like that, you know, I'm saying it for a reason. I want you to think. I want you to think about your business and how it's operating, the sales piece of your business, and ask yourself, are you doing enough to provide your people with what they need to be successful? Okay. Do you have a good comp plan in place that's competitive in the marketplace? Are you giving them an opportunity to not only make six figures, but to move up in the company and lead others, train others, and develop those leadership skills. Are you developing them along the way, not just in sales training or leadership training, 
but in life training. Like if you have commission salespeople, are you investing in their tax education? Are you investing in their LLC education? Are you investing in their mindset education? A $6 book is nothing, guys. You know, greatest salesman in the world, how to win friends and influence people. There's all these books that you can make available to them in your office, or you can ship them via Amazon, right? Are you actually investing in them? That's development, right? And then, of course, developing them in leadership and in training as well. And then operations. So are they actually getting new people in so that they can develop their opportunity? That's the recruiting piece. Are you actually fulfilling the client so you get five-star reviews on Google? Are you finishing what they promise? You know, because they can't control it after that. They can control the customer to experience to a point by apologizing if something goes wrong or setting the proper expectation. But at the end of the day, you as the business owner have to make sure that it's fulfilled properly. And then the most important piece, which is culture. Are you intentionally driving the culture in your business? And if you're not, you don't need better salespeople. You need a better sales program. Mic drop now. Okay. So like, I have to, uh, I have to apologize to Tristan. I looked it up. I looked it up. Fish do in fact eat fruit. I learned something today. I learned that, um, you need a better sales program, not just better salespeople and that fish eat fruit. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you brought that to my attention. And uh, yeah, we, we, we technically still have some time if Doug wants to keep going. If you guys have any questions for us, um, let us know really quick. I'll give you about a minute or so to get those questions coming in. And then we'll, we'll uh, answer whatever you guys have to, have to ask. And my man, my man, Mike Bauer had to come on, had to come on, dude. Like literally became best friends with this dude as soon as we met and had a conversation together. And he said, facts here, a leader's top priority is putting their people in a position to win. This starts with the training program of your people. 100%. 100%. I, I think, I think, I think um, what is very clear and what people don't seem to understand is that training programs, any kind of program is not designed to make the perfect person. It's designed to uh, develop the people who actually follow the program. And then if that program does not work for you, then you need a different program or you need to get out of that program or it's just not for you. That mm -hmm. is that has nothing to do with the bearing of the statement. You don't need a better X, Y and Z. You need someone to follow a program. And if the program is not there for them, then they're going to find somewhere where they have a program that they can follow. Mm -hmm. Like that's just that's just human nature at that point. 100 percent. You're going to have someone come in and do well for a while, six months. You know what I mean? 90 days. In door-to-door, -door, it's 90 days. In other positions, because you're paying salaries and maybe even six figures, it might be six months to a year. But at the end of the day, we all want to grow. We all want to grow. And so as an entrepreneur, as hiring people, it's not only your responsibility to provide them with that opportunity of the position that you're giving them as well as the positions above it, but it's your responsibility to grow them. And I only say that because if you treat it as a responsibility, then you will build your business. You will 100% build your business because they can fit their dream inside of yours. Ed Milet. I'm not trying to copy that, but that's, that's what it is. And that, that's what that sales program comes down to. And so I got a little hype. 
luckily I didn't get into a comment war in the comments. And uh, well, I, that's uh, why we have a podcast. So we that's can why we have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we we answer questions in full around here. We don't just give you a 200 character post. We've learned that the human voice has more bytes of information than a character on a computer screen. Like y'all need to listen to this podcast. I'm telling you, the stuff that you can get from here is golden. It'll help you in your sales program building. It'll help you find better salespeople since if that's absolutely what you need to do. Um but yeah, <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us today on the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. We got Mike coming in with another another hot take. If we take care of our people, they will take care of our customers. We found this to be the case to be true over and over. If we want our customers to have great experience, it starts off with taking care of our people. Boom. Let's go. Preach. Preach, brother. Preach. Look, I'm, I'm like halfway, I'm halfway like trying to just like send Mike the link right now and have him talk his talk to. Well, like, we got to get ready for our next episode. Oh, oh yeah. We got, we got more stuff to do. Today. We got stuff to do. <laughs> but yes, thank you guys so much for joining us um, on this episode of the Build a Great Sales Teams podcast. If you're joining us live, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. If you are here listening to this on a playback go ahead and write in the description or in the comments wherever you want to hit me and dug up our uh our instas will be in the description let's continue this conversation i'm trying to have a part two and uh i think it would be fun i think it would be really fun let's get building Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We appreciate it. Be sure to execute on everything that you just heard and let's get building. Before we sign off, we'd like to invite you to join our Brickyard community. Head on over to jointhebrickyard.com. Again, that's jointhebrickyard.com or click the link in the description to find out more.